Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. I can tell you with certainty, Bob's not in the host chair today because we've got DJ Premier in my ear and yours. It is 1.34 in Edmonton. It's Brendan Escott alongside Cam Moon, and we are set to head off to our headliner today, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Might just be the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Stumbled upon one of the kiosks right there in West Edmonton Mall. So it's uh, it's actually not too hard to head out and find the best jerky you've ever tried. We are going to head to, uh, I think he's probably still at Rogers, Rogers Place. That is Kurt Hill, the general manager of your Edmonton Oil Kings who have uh, their winless through four games this season set to embark on a U.S. division road trip. Kurt, appreciate you hopping on the, the phone lines today. How you doing? Doing well. How you doing? Excellent. Thank you. So, uh, hey, maybe a quick recap. You've had uh, a few opportunities to see the team to start the season. We knew it would be uh, a different tone, tenor to this year with some new faces and still potentially waiting on the uh, the re-arrival of a guy like Dylan Gunther if it comes to that. But overall, what have you seen out of your group through, uh, through the first four? Well, I think uh, from a work ethic standpoint, it's been, you know, it's been really, real positive. I mean, it's... Uh, we're a younger group right now, and we have a lot of first-year players on our team. So early here in the season, just getting those guys kind of acclimatated, to, acclimated to the year, the league itself. And uh, but yeah, the work ethic's been there. I thought, uh, you know, it seems like every game we've just kind of had a five to ten minute spurt where, um, you know, we've let our foot off the gas or we just, you know, we've made some mistakes. But um, with having a young team we have right now, I think it's, you know, you got to allow those guys to make mistakes and they're all going to play a lot of big minutes and you just got to continue to be patient with them and then work on developing them into really good players in this league. Gavin Hodnett is, it'll be one of those young guys I'm sure you're speaking of, your first round pick at 21. And he got some games in last year. He's got four assists in the first four so far. Looks like a guy that plays with a lot of jump. I, I saw him flying around the ice in that game against the Regina Pats, in which I thought you guys got a bit of a raw deal in overtime. I know you can't say that, Kurt, but I, I thought you took it was a bit of a tough call against you because uh, you guys battled hard in that game. What, what have you seen from uh, Hodnett so far? Well, you know, we've seen a lot of why we drafted him he's an extremely smart player and uh you know a lot of the points that he gets in offensive production that he puts up is because he's got a he's got an ability to make plays and you know for a younger player in the league and him getting the opportunity to play as much as he's getting here um you know we're fortunate that uh, he has that ability to make plays and so far he's he's been able to get a point a game which which is great for him but i think you know the real positive for him is the his his matchups have been difficult on on some of the obviously the lines that he's playing against and he's still finding ways to to get offensive production and make players on his line better 
Cole Carrier comes to you guys off the waiver wire, a 20-year-old from uh, Strathcona County, Alberta. Lots of WHL experience for him, uh, and he's not the only one. I believe Wojtek, uh, Wojtek Port is another buddy. Uh, yeah, Wojtek Port from Red Deer, uh, another player that you've picked up. What can you tell me about some of these uh, additions and, and how they're starting to integrate? Yeah, with Carrier, I mean, he's a guy that we're, we're really familiar with, having been in the league for as long as he has, and you know, he, the name to his game is skating. He's one of the better skaters in the league. He can really get around the ice. And, you know, he's a guy that's good in the faceoff dot. He's really good on the penalty kill. And, you know, he spent some time on the power play last year in, in Regina with Bedard. So, you know, he, he has the ability to play in all situations. And, you know, with us having a younger group, that experience in the faceoff dot and then the penalty kill was, was something that really attracted us to him as a player uh, to bring in. And uh, in Wojtek Port, uh, situation in Red Deer where, um, you know, they get set off back, an import player, and end up having three, and they had to make a quick decision on uh, what they were going to do and uh, ended up having to place Wojtek on, on the waiver wire and, uh, you know, very fortunate for us to be able to have claimed him. As, you know, I think he's got a, a real promising future in this league. He's, he's a 6'2 right shot D that uh, skates extremely well. Um, he's a real smart player, and um, we're just going to see how quickly it takes him to, you know, get used to the North American style of game but uh, you know really like what he's shown in practice this week and uh, we'll get him in some game action here uh, starting Friday in Spokane. Speaking of import players uh, when I came to watch against the Pats Luca Hoff scored a goal uh, I saw him at Euler uh, Young Stars in Penticton uh, it, it looks like he's ready to go at the WHL level uh, has, has he played as well in the other games as he did in that one against the Pats? You know, it's, his consistency is something that's definitely going to have to come around, but I've liked him, you know, in three of the four games so far. I think he's had really good games. I think the, you know, the biggest thing with Luca right now is offensive side of the game is extremely strong. Now it's just, you know, rounding out the defensive zone play a little bit with just coming, obviously, to the North American ice sheet and uh, just some of those intricacies where, where guys got to get used to when they're we're obviously coming to a different rink side. But, uh, you know, the... The one thing that I love the most about Luca is his energy he brings to the rink every day. Um, he's such a positive guy. He brings, he makes everybody around him, you know, just making sure that everybody's having a good time. And, uh, you know, for, again, referring back to a lot of young players, you know, it can be a long year, your first year in junior. And I think uh, his energy around the dressing room is, is very contagious. Chatting with Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill. He's our headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Five in a row on the road coming up. I guess it'll be six total, Kurt, after that game in Prince Albert. But going and doing this Washington State road trip, it's early in the year. I wonder what you think about how that might help galvanize, especially a younger team that's you know looking for some chemistry, looking to come together. It'll be tough, certainly, but what can you say about that time on the road for the group? Well, that's why we like doing it early. You know, it's a great opportunity for some team building. Um, it's never an easy trip. It's a really hard trip. I remember my first year here, I think we went the exact same time, and we had a pretty good, we had a really good team that year, and I didn't, we didn't end up winning a game on the trip. So it's certainly not an easy trip to go and uh, and have success on. But, you know, from a team building standpoint, it's, you know, great for, for everyone to get to know each other really well and uh, you know from a travel perspective I always like to to get this trip done a little bit earlier just when the roads are good and uh, you know for some team building activities too with the weather it's uh, it's nice to be able to do some things outside with the guys. Does it help you evaluate younger players when you make a trip like this early in the season and you're a team with a lot of younger players uh, and you go into to Washington and Oregon 
and it's a different crowd. It's it's loud, and if you're there on a on a weekend or cheap beer night in Seattle or whatever, it's there's a lot of people. It gets it's in your face. It's much different than playing in a Canadian market, and it can be an intimidating atmosphere. So does that help you evaluate and, and see what uh, some young players bring? Do they get rattled by that? Are they able to roll through it uh, and how they, they deal with that sort of different atmosphere? Well, certainly it's going to, you're really going to see them have to face the challenge, especially as you mentioned, those buildings are, they're difficult buildings to play in. The crowds are, you know, they're rambunctious and it's going to be uh it's a whole new environment, so I think from an evaluation standpoint, you're going to see them, you know, tested big time on this trip, and we're going to see, you know, how they how they push back. I think it's uh, one of those things. I think guys say it's throwing throwing you in the fire, and we're definitely going to be throwing some of those young guys in the fire when we go down there. But it's, uh, you know, for for a player, I think you got to look at it as. A really exciting opportunity to to get on a road trip and uh, and face some really tough competition, which is what we're looking forward to. So you tuck that away, and then you get like six in a row at home, starting on October twenty first. And and is it nice to come back to the cozy confines of Rogers Place after having gone on a, on a lengthy road trip like that, or is it maybe easier to keep attention when you've got the guys in a road setting? Yeah, it's nice definitely after a long trip to get them back. I think, uh, you know, there's lots of moving parts in, in junior hockey. And, you know, one of the things is just managing guys' education. So anytime you go on a long trip and guys miss an extended period of time, you know, for them to be able to get back in the classroom and get caught up on their work before before you head back out on the road again is, is really important. Uh, obviously what um, one of the goals of, of our club and our league is. So I think from that standpoint, it's great. And, you know, from from a team performance standpoint, um, you know that's going to be a real important um, six games for us to to make sure that we're uh, we're getting some wins. Any uh, update on uh, Jackson Weeb and and Jakob Demick uh, as far as those guys getting back in the lineup? Yeah, Jakob Demick long term. I wouldn't expect him back in the lineup until early February. And uh, Jackson Weeb is uh, you know he's kind of week to week right now. Uh, he won't play on the U.S. trip, but uh, first week back, but he's he's probably a pretty good probability he's back in the lineup when we're back from the road trip, but uh, still not 100% on that. Well, Kurt, safe travels down to uh, to the U.S., and thank you very much for jumping on the show with us this afternoon. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Have a good one. All right, Kurt Hill, general manager of your Edmonton Oil Kings. We're going to hear from the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers in our direct workwear audio vault when we come back to wrap up the Wednesday edition of Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Simon says it's time for the Direct Workwear Audio Vault featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Didn't have any of the audio for the Audio Vault, but Jay Woodcroft did speak ahead of tonight's game. You'll hear the action at 8 o'clock on 6.30, Chad. But right now, here's the Oilers head coach. Uh, Jay, two more preseason games left after some team bonding, and maybe we'll start with that. How was the team bonding session yesterday? Yeah, I thought it was a really good day yesterday for us. We uh, had the chance uh, to spend some time together in a beautiful province, a beautiful part of the world, um, to get outdoors and enjoy um, just a... The scenery was fantastic. The weather was great. The company, the food, uh, and the experience, I'm sure, will stick with a lot of people for a long time. Which group caught the biggest fish yesterday? Uh, I think the biggest fish went to uh, Jeff Lang, our head trainer. And then I think the, in terms of the most weight, I think uh, Vander Kane, Jesse Pugliarvi, Jake Vertanen, and Matthias Janmark, they all got one fish each, and they were all pretty big. So they got the most, uh, most weight. And, you know, we did did a little skeet shooting on shore and that was real fun uh, for the fellows too and um, more than anything it was just a way to to get together and connect and uh, I thought uh, when you judge that day based on that it was mission accomplished. These players are always around each other uh, for work. Uh, How important is it to kind of have that camaraderie kind of heading into a new season? Yeah, I think it's important. I think, uh, and you've heard me say this before, I think the best form of team bonding is when you win together. Um, But but for me, you know, the way our schedule lined up this season, you know, first six regular season games are at home. Uh, Nine of our first 12 are at home. We wanted the feel of having a road game in the month of, early in the month of October. So that's why we made the decision that we made. Uh, In the end, it was a great day yesterday, but, you know, it's a game day today, and that's where everyone's head is at. That's where everyone's mind is at, is that we want to move the needle here. As we progress through training camp, we want to make sure that we're getting better um, and that we see that daily improvement that we've talked about since day one. As a head coach, what are you looking for from your team in the last two preseason games? Yeah, I'd like us to play a faster game. You know, um, I think that's normal as you work your way through training camp. Uh, We've seen a lot of good things so far, uh, but I'd like us to play with a little bit more pace, a little bit more polish in certain parts of our game. But, uh, you know, we've gotten real good efforts from any lineup that we've dressed. We've gotten really good efforts. Now it's about putting that professional polish here as we work our way through the last two preseason games. You talk about increasing the pace. That doesn't necessarily come down to just a player's speed. It comes down to how a team functions, kind of transitions the puck and all this stuff. What does that look like for you? Yeah, I think it's, you know, sometimes it comes down to the pace between your ears, you know, and, and understanding where the next play is going to be made or where it needs to be made and skating and supporting uh, certain areas of the ice. I think um, sometimes it does come down to your feet um, and sometimes it comes down to how fast you move the puck. Uh, so all three of those areas, we're looking to take a step forward here today. What are your plans with your goalies today? Yeah, uh, Stuart Skinner is going to start the game for us. Is he going to play the full 60? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Stuart Skinner, uh, the trajectory that he's been on, it's its probably a huge arrow up in this organization. He's only 23 years old. What have you seen from him uh, being around him for the yeah, last Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, you know this having been down to Bakersfield, but um, I've seen a young man mature 
I've seen a goaltender get better. Um, I've seen a professional gain experience. And uh, I've seen him at every stage in his developmental pro progress uh, or process. And, um, you know, he's someone that I think is buoyed by the opportunity that's in front of him. He knows this is an important year for him personally and an important year for our team collectively. And I think he's ready to, be, to make an impact. Uh, do you have a further update on Tyler Benson? We know he got hurt last game as well. Yeah, he got hurt. He's going to be uh, more than day-to-day, -day, so he'll be week-to-week -week for a little bit. Uh, they took the picture, and, um, you know, it's nothing major, but it, it's not day-to-day. -day. It'll be more week-to-week. And that's why you don't guess on the radio, because I suggested it might be day-to-day. -day. There you go. There's the word from the horse's mouth. It's week-to-week -week for Tyler Benson's ankle. It's an 8 o'clock puck drop tonight. The Oilers and Vancouver Canucks from the Abbotsford Centre. So you're tuning in right here to, to, to listen to it on 630, Chad. Uh, Brendan Batchelor. There Brendan Batchelor, who uh, calls uh, Canucks on the radio, was saying... Uh, Thatcher Demko getting extra work after the morning skate, which means Spencer Martin probably going tonight. There you go. Interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, you didn't think I forgot twice, did you? No. We didn't, you didn't think that we forgot about this yesterday and then forgot about it an hour two. Absolutely mm -hmm. not. Another chance right here, right now. Listen up to win an evening with Jay Woodcroft. We want to invite two listeners and their guests to an evening with Jay Woodcroft, sponsored by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Goes this Saturday, October 8th at the River Cree Resort and Casino. An exclusive invite-only event here with the Oilers head coach. It's hosted by Bob Stoffer. He'll be back in town. Tune into Oilers now for the Daily Code Word. That's what's happening right here. And then you head to the contest page. You do not call me. You do not text the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You go over to 630chad.com and you enter this word. Dreisaitl. Mm. I would suggest spelling it correctly. If you're not sure, do a Google search. Dreisaitl to the contest page at 630ched.com. We'll announce the winner. We'll contact them this Friday, October 7th, and then you're eaten in style at the River Cree just one night later on the 8th. At which point we will have concluded the preseason. We're getting down to the final couple here. One tonight, and then they're back home against Seattle on Friday. And that's the last tune-up. Then it's another Canucks-Oilers matchup for real on Wednesday the 12th. So things are getting down to crunch time here. Excited to see what this group is able to do again against actual talent. All eyes on number 55 in orange and blue this evening. Well, they'll be wearing their whites, but you know what I mean. You know, yeah. Dylan Holloway is the guy to watch. I Simply think so. Put. And, and whoever the six defense dress tonight, uh, if you know if, if Philip Broberg's in there, if Marcus Niemelainen is in there, if Ryan Murray is in there, that's something to watch as well. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We'll wrap it up with some of your contributions here. Uh, Jesse Guitar Dude in the band Mint Club. That is a handle. <laughs> Did I get that right, Jesse? Jesse Guitar Dude in the band Mint Club. I like it. All right. Says, uh, curious what we think of the likelihood of the team starting. He says 11 forwards and 8 defensemen. It would be 11 and 7, I think they'd have to work. Carrying Samarukov, Murray, and Broberg for the bonus purposes. It's got to be one of Samarukov or Ryan Murray, I think, that hits the waiver wire. Because you're not going to start with 8 defensemen. You'd start with 7 if that's the route you were going to take, right? 
Yeah. Wow. And Broberg, for bonus purposes, it seems like will at least, even if it's for one day, make the opening night roster. Yeah. And depending on the whole cap implications and the talk of, of starting with 21 players, I would think that would be 12 forwards, seven defense, and a couple of goalies. But you could dress on a given evening, and and Jay Woodcroft did it many times last year. Go eleven and seven. Yeah, but it leaves you it leaves you thin. Like it's thin, right? I mean, that's when you got all seven defense dressed, and yeah, uh, it 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 leaves you a little little up against. It, it. does worth discussing. Yep. Certainly, it was a good text. Uh, how about Jason Demers? Says Craig, he did skate. He was taking the line rushes this afternoon, but I'm not 100% sure whether he'll factor in. We'll see as uh, game time approaches. Uh, Craig also saying that there's no reason that Holloway couldn't have the same impact that Cole Caulfield did when he first came up. And there was a text earlier in the show was saying like, hey, did the Oilers maybe whiff not just picking the best player available at, during the draft when they took Broberg ahead of Caulfield and Zegras? Or did they make the smart long move here and, and bolstering a position that's a lot harder to uh, to find? And the way that Broberg's played right now, I understand why there's some re- reservations. The way Broberg was playing, say, at the World Juniors before he suffered a, a pretty significant injury there, uh, that made it look like he was the right pick when he was taken. For like, sure. I mean, he was incredible at the World Juniors. And he's huge too, right? Like the guys that, that skate like Broberg don't usually check in at six foot four. So that I think there's a lot of raw uh, things that they think that they can coach him into being a good defenseman. If you're asking me the same question in two years, I don't think that the answer is going to be the same as to Caulfield being the better player than Philip Broberg necessarily. It could. It could. But I yeah. don't, you know, does the, do the Oilers need a scoring right winger right now? Not really. Not, Not really. Solid top D, top four D are really hard to come by. Yeah. So really hard. Me, to I, I think they were just. It's not quite hedging a bet, given that they took Bouchard the year before. But Montreal's going to be looking at Edmonton's defense, wishing it had that kind of depth. So that's the trade-off right there. Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. A menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations available online at RoyalPizza.ca, or you can download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Yeah, Scott, recommendation, as always, bonk with a beak of my hat. You see that? Is, it, is that what that was? <laughs> I heard something. <laughs> uh, it, it's the Texan. Yeah, uh, you like that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I, they're, uh, they're heading towards the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft, but I'll live and die by the pizza and, and the Texans. Yeah, you know, and, good. Uh, this day in Oilers history, we sort of hinted at it before. It's brought to you by New West Travel. This January, join Oilers now on a three-night road trip to Las Vegas. You'll see the Oilers play the Golden Knights. Give New West Travel a call or visit newwesttravel.com. Back to 1983, it's the first game of the season, of the 83-84 season. The Oilers knocking off the Toronto Maple Leafs 5-4 at Northlands Coliseum. Wayne Gretzky scored a shorthanded goal and a power play assist on Glenn Anderson's marker, and that began the legendary 51-game point streak. The butterfly effect, if you will, started 
today on uh, in 1983. Tonight on 6.30, Ched, yeah, you got hockey to listen to. Six o'clock face-off show, an extra half hour with Reed Wilkins before an eight o'clock puck drop live from the Abbotsford Centre in beautiful British Columbia. Tomorrow, Bob returns. You'll hear from Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque for GCL Diesel, Capitals color analyst Al May. We're going old school tough guy tomorrow, as well as NHL insider John Shannon. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Raya LaHue, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3 and 6.30 Chet Afternoons. Guest host Ted Henley in today. It's Brendan Escott. It's Cam Moon. It's been a pleasure, as it always is. We're saying so long from the 6.30 Chet Studios.